Welcome to the Podcock Peacast. I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock on the program today. It's hate week. We'll let that hate out. Michigan, Ohio State, Ohio State, Michigan, however you prefer it. It is this Saturday, the game. So, obviously, me being a Michigan fan, Luke being a Michigan fan, Bryce being an Ohio State fan, the podcast kind of revolving around that rivalry. That is what the show is going to be. Previewing, breakdown, thoughts, opinions, feels, all that on the game, Michigan-Ohio State. Part one, after I get through this long, long intro, will be the Peacock, the only Tyler Peacock, flying solo, giving my thoughts and opinions on uh, the rivalry and uh, this Saturday's contest. Part two, going to throw it to my boys, Luke Always Right, Go Blue Guy, and the resident Buckeye, Bryce Bone Gardner, those two. Recorded a little session, just one-on-one, talking a little mess, breaking down the game. Um, so that's that's going to be fun to listen to. And uh, that'll be your show for the week. Rate, review, subscribe, follow the show on Twitter, at PodcockPCast, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, just any major podcasting platform this show can be found on. So share it, please. We're building... Uh, the momentum is uh, gaining. Listeners keep going up week in, week out, so we appreciate it. So keep sharing it, trying to build this thing. It's a hobby, but uh, we take a little pride in it, and uh, it's fun. So without any further ado, it's going to be me. And then on the back side of that, uh, Luke and Bryce. So uh, go blue, and uh, here's the rest of the show. All right, Peacock, the only time the Peacock flying solo here, segment one. Like I said, Michigan-Ohio State, Ohio State-Michigan, whatever side of the fence you're on, it's the game. Every November, every year, you get a chance to to, to uh, get a victory and uh, have that over your rival for an entire year. And there's always that next year when we're going to get you back. You know, growing up in Ohio, um, the hate's real. I mean, they, these Buckeyes out here, they, um, you know, they, they, they want it more. Year in, year out, don't matter how many times they beat us. Um, they want it more. Seven in a row. Um, they're still as hungry as ever, I feel like. And, uh, you know, they bring that, that kind of uh, aspect to the rivalry. Um, it might be a little unhealthy to most, but to me, 
Um, I still have some of that Ohio uh, DNA, born and bred of me. So you know, I give a, I give a lot <laughs> of uh, fucks about this game, to to say the least. I mean, um, it it makes your season. And if you look at this current Michigan football team, you know, two loss team, two losses in the Big Ten. Not gonna get a Big Ten conference championship yet again. The streak continues. It's been a long time. I believe 2003 or four was the last time. We won a, a piece of the, the Big Ten. So those dreams are dashed, but we still have the opportunity to win our national championship game we play every year, and that's beating Ohio State. So let's let's tell a little story real quick. Let's backtrack to a uh, time when uh, I was innocent. I was a little kid. I was seven years old, and the fateful November day, the Saturday, November 25th, 1995, the day that solidified my Michigan fandom. Tim Biakabatuka totes the rock for 313 yards on 37 carries. And the number 18 Wolverines, 8-3 eight record going into that game, upset the 11-0 Ohio State Buckeyes, ranked second in all the land, 31-23. Also, a little sidebar, uh, one of my sports heroes um, will always be one of my sports heroes, Charles Woodson. Just a kid like myself from Michigan, or from Ohio, excuse me, um, who, who went to the light side, the good side um, of the rivalry. He made a, a couple plays in this game, just a little foreshadowing of what he would do in his Michigan career, uh, especially in the game. But that was the day that solidified my Michigan fan. And now, my grandparents on my mom's side were huge Buckeye fans, so I think that might have a little do, to do with... Uh, being being a Michigan fan, just trying to be a um, little oppo boppo, a little opposite of that. But um, you know, my parent, my parents, really not Buckeye fans at all. Um, especially my dad, um, he's kind of flip flop. Honestly, uh, I guess he liked Notre Dame back in the day. Um, of course, they were like the only game in town, only game on TV back when he was growing up. And but when he was, uh, or when I was growing up. Um, for some reason or another, he uh, he was a Michigan fan, so Michigan games were always on in my house. Um, growing up, I remember uh, ninety three going in, uh, beating them, um, Ohio State that is, and upsetting the Buckeyes. And then ninety five, it happened again. That was the day, of course, I just mentioned that solidified my fandom, but. Um, you know, those are the type of memories that obviously will stick with you now. Um, I guess you could officially say almost a quarter century, almost 25 years, as I'm now 31 years old. Um, I've never wavered, and I've become a, uh, and, and am a Michigan fan uh, to this day. And that's the type of, uh, the, the line gets shot in the sand. Uh, I'm sure there's Buckeye fans in the state of Michigan, uh, but, you know, being a kid in Ohio, uh, in the 90s, it was a great time, always had that little, um, pretty much every year, that little, yeah, but we beat Ohio State this year, and I missed that, and man, it's been seven long years, and just frustrating, uh, last year, I thought, you know, going into the game, it was a cinch, we had the number one defense, we're finally gonna get it, Harbaugh's finally going to beat those guys. We're going to do it in Columbus. We're going to win the Big Ten. We're going to go to the playoff. And they put a 62 spot on us. And um, 
I don't know if we were too proud to to change what we were doing, uh, especially on the defensive end, uh, well the offensive end as well. But last year just seemed like they they had us outclassed, outcoached, uh, mentally. Um, they had us they had us covered there too. So just uh, those are the types of losses that kind of stick with you. Um, 2016, another one. We were so fucking close. You just you know, of course, everybody knows about the spot. I feel like that's that that game's noticed for the spot. But as a Michigan fan, for me, uh, you can't have multiple turnovers, especially in the horseshoe. So the spot aside, I didn't think we played our best game, and we still could have, should have won. That's a better one to swallow. Um, but the thing that's great about rivalry games is you always have that opportunity. You always have that next year. To uh to to run it back. Speaking of that game, let's um let's let's start here with um one of my most confident in. I wrote down some some guiding points on what to talk about. Um, so what am I most confident in? I mean. I guess for starters, we're at home. We've been pretty good at home. Haven't lost a game in the big house all year long. Um, we're playing our best football at the at the moment, um, especially offensively. The offense, uh, we're finally seeing the speed and space. Um, we're throwing the football, uh, especially down the field. Our receivers are are playing lights out. Nico Collins, Ronnie Bell, um, DPJ has emerged finally healthy. I think uh, Tariq Black's coming um, coming into the fold here a little bit too. Uh, Mike Sainer still and Josh Jackson are two little freshman slots. They're finally making some progress and, and getting on the field, making some plays. So I really feel good about our pass game. Now, I know Ohio State's got a uh, a magnificent secondary, but I, I think we'll be able to make some plays um, in the passing game, provided we uh, block. What a, what a transition I just set myself up for right here. But provided we block them, especially the thing I'm most terrified in this game, and uh, that is Chase Young. Single-handedly, I think he can wreck a game against anybody in the country. Um, how do you attack it? Well, I don't think there's any correct answer. Um, obviously, I think you could you could put it back to that side or tight end, double-team him, chip him. Um, those things I, I look for us to do. But um, I would like to see us, you know, some orbit motion to, to manipulate the backers. Um I'm leaving unblocked. Get Chase Young a few times in the zone read game or the arc read where you like to run. Um, split zone. Get get your tackle and guard up to the second level and and bring a tight end or an H back cross and kick him out. You know, split zone in the running game. Uh, I think we do need to run the football a little bit um, to to be able to set up the throw game and uh, kind of keep that great high state defense off balance. The X factor to me, you know, I think, I mean, it's a big game. I think it's cliche to say this, but X factor is going to be um, two things. The team that kind of harnesses all that raw, jacked up emotion early in the game and kind of settles into the game first. Um, you know, obviously in a big in a big athletic competition, you're going to be amped up to play. Um, emotions are going to be high. The adrenaline is going to be flowing so I think uh, the team that's able to to kind of harness that um 
and and just focus on their assignment and playing their game um, gets off to a good start. And I think you know that that could be key um, to to winning this thing. Um, then the second thing I think the ancillary parts of the game of football. Everybody likes to focus on an offensive matchup or a defensive matchup. Um, who's got the better this or that? I think it's I think it's key uh, that you know Michigan plays a clean game um, and and wins the turnover battle and field position. I I really do. I think you know Ohio State's going to move the football. Um, they're going to score, but um, you know if you you get a bingo here, get a fumble there, I think you you got to be able to capitalize on these opportunities, and that's something Michigan has not done. Um, the last seven years of this rivalry. They've not made the big play. Um, when they've had the opportunity to, they haven't made that big play. And they uh, it's, it's paramount that they do so. Um, I think it's a uh, tremendous opportunity. The The playoff rankings did come out of Ohio State back in the number one spot. So you got the number one team coming to your house. You're playing your best football of the year. They look unbeatable, unbeatable I should say. And uh, what a great opportunity. To uh, yet again spoil a uh, a perfect Buckeye season and uh, do it in your house on Senior Day, it's 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 tremendous. Now my prediction: you look at this game, Ohio State. Like I said, this could be their best team ever. I know I'm friends with a lot of Buckeye fans. They're just blown away with the type of football this team is playing. But uh, come what three thirty? Going on 4 o'clock Eastern time Saturday. What do I think is going to happen? Looking at the spread, Ohio State's a uh, current 9-point favorite. The over-under is 50.5. Michigan's plus 285 on the money line. Ohio State's minus 350. Um, so, I, you know, you can gamble on this game. Um, I'm not. I, this game does enough for me that I'm going to be invested, obviously, and watch every single second. Of it, weather could be a factor. Thirty-nine, little rain, little snow, mixture, going to be an maybe an ugly um, weather game. So that's another X factor, I guess. You could look at or another factor playing into this one. I do think if you look at gambling, I think Michigan at home, they have uh, every bit the ability to uh, keep this one close. Um, now, could Ohio State run away with this? You know, I don't want that to happen, obviously, but I think they could. I think Michigan could keep it close. Um, I just need to see it to believe it's going to happen. You know, I want to take Michigan. I just, I just, you know, if I take my Michigan hat off and, and you know, step away from my fandom and try to look at this game from a neutral perspective um, and every aspect of uh, football, this year, 11 games leading into this thing, um, you compare the two, Ohio State, is, they're, they're better this year. I mean, that's that's facts. They deserve to be the number one team in the country. Um, just on, you know, I mean, they've beaten everybody by double digits. Their closest game was last week, Penn State. They beat them by 11. Really, it wasn't close. Uh, Ohio State had two straight fumbles in the third quarter, and Penn State was able to score on both of those and, and, and kind of get back in that one. So, I mean, you know, I just, I just hope that, you know, 
obviously you, you ask and, and pray and, and hope for a win. Um, but I guess what I'm really asking, hoping and praying for right here on the podcast is, is, uh, just, just give us a shot late in the game to, to make a player two to win it. That's all I'm asking for. I mean, it's been seven straight years of just, just getting, you know, my head caved in and, uh, you know, hopefully the, the coaching staff and the players, obviously they're aware of the situation, but um, I just hope that, you know, they they take this game and, and keep that little extra motivation in their back pocket. Seven in a row, 62-39 last year, just getting embarrassed. Um, and I hope they harness it and they go out and they, they pull the upset. I mean, um, if you look at it as 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 a... As a outsider or even as an Ohio State fan um when you look at a Michigan fan you know recently this game's been played the same week as as Thanksgiving and you know that's supposed to be a a happy time and and you're around family and you're getting a, a great meal and catching up and it's very festive um one of the best holidays by far in 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 our world but, uh, man, it, it kind of, I don't know, it's kind of a, a, a catch-22, uh, you know, a A-side a or B-side to, to Thanksgiving because, you know, I get excited about Thanksgiving, the food, the family, the good times and stuff like that, no doubt. But in the back of my mind, I know this game's lurking, and that's exciting in a way, but the way it's went the last few years, it's just like, motherfucker, not again, like, you know probably going to be miserable on Saturday after it's all said and done. And that's just what seven years of just, you know, getting beat every single time does to you, you know, psychologically. But um, hopefully hopefully we block that out as, as a team, um, go out there, lay it all on the fucking line, and, you know, walk away victorious, uh, singing the victors all the way off the field. Um Rush the field. I don't care what we do. As long as we get it done, I don't care if it's 33, 32, uh, 42, nothing, uh, 2 0. I don't care how it gets done. Just just go get it done, man. I mean, I don't know what else to say here. I feel like I'm repeating myself, but I'm just trying to ooze out every, every thought I have on the game. Um, I mean, it's, uh, it's frustrating. But it's also exciting because, you know, you never know. Like, when are we going to get it done again? The more I think about this, it's it's Harbaugh's... It is. It's Harbaugh's biggest biggest game of his of his career at Michigan. Uh, this is an opportunity to, to stymie uh, the powerhouse they've built in Columbus. Uh, this is year one of Ryan Day. Will the machine keep going? Um is the question. Harbaugh has an opportunity to, to stop them, beat them. And with the, you know, recruiting season going uh, closer and closer to the uh, butting up right closer to the end of the regular season with the early signing period, this is the type of game where if Michigan gets it done, they could start, you know, turning the tide back onto their side in recruiting battles. And, and start flipping that momentum, and the narrative goes away that 
Harbaugh can't win the big one, or Harbaugh can't beat Ohio State. All that stuff goes away with a victory Saturday. It just does. And if you're Ohio State, you know, you had seven years with Urban, dominant, just beat the shit out of Michigan every time, and everything's riding high with Ryan Day. They look unbeatable. They go in. They beat Michigan. Guess what? It's, it's business as usual for them. But if Michigan's able to get it done Saturday, there's going to be some questions. You know, is is he the guy? I know we went 11-0, but we lost to Michigan. Oh, you know, we got the Big Ten title game coming up, probably a playoff berth. But, you know, if Iowa State goes on to win the national championship this year, win the playoff, but that blemishes the Michigan, that's not going to be a sweep for them. I guarantee it. I know it wouldn't be for me if it, the roles are reversed. Got to win this game. Whatever it takes, we got to fucking win this game. All right, I've yammered on for far too long. Surprised I was able to do this much by myself, but I just have put all my cards on the table. So, go blue, and here's part two. Luke always right, Bryce Baumgartner, talking, of course, Michigan, Ohio State. All right, everybody. Reporting live from from, uh, Rooster's parking lot, we got part two of Hate Week. And uh, with us today, we have uh, me, myself, and I, which is uh, Lucas Always Right, 97.2% of the time. It's about accurate on that. Uh, And with me today, we have Bryce Bumgardner, um, longtime friend of mine, grew up with him, same hometown, and this... uh, you know, it's a perfect duo to uh, talk about the uh, the Ohio State Michigan game. Ohio State Michigan week is a big part of everybody's life that lives in Ohio or Michigan. Uh, I will say more so in Ohio. It's more cared about in Ohio um, than it is in Michigan. And me and this guy have butted heads and, you know, had, you know, multiple years of talking shit. Multiple NCAA football games, Ohio State versus Michigan, where I thumped his fucking ass. And, uh, and so on. You guys get the point. Um, go ahead and say hi, Bryce. Hey, good evening, guys. Uh, excited to be uh, sitting in a 2005 Nissan Maxima uh, talking Ohio State, Michigan, especially the uh, last week of November. It's a, it's a great time to be in Ohio and or Michigan. Um, Michigan is a prettier state. I'll give them that. Beautiful state. Uh, Lake Michigan, West Coast is, is gorgeous. Uh, spent some time over there. Uh, a, little, uh, a little trip. You know, nice, uh, nice water nice people laid back uh you know can't complain so michigan is a pretty state just not this week uh sports aside and this and for me it's not sports aside but sports aside michigan is absolutely fucking awesome uh you know i have a house up there on derby lake in montcom county which is about 45 50 minutes northeast of grand rapids the water there is even beautiful and there's just lakes everywhere you go roads are straight um you know, roads. You know yeah, that, that's yeah. huge. The, the roads are straight. Yeah, roads are straight. It's yeah. huge. It's huge. It's huge. You gotta have and it. You gotta have it. And uh, also, yes, Lake Michigan. I also lived in South Haven a couple summers ago in 2017. I believe it was absolutely, uh, absolutely beautiful. And um, yeah. Anyway, we're, we're talking about the fucking game here, Bryce. I don't know where you're yeah. going with yeah. this. Yeah, I was so, just saying. Yeah. I was just kind of oh, like okay. lightening the well, mood. You know, I didn't Michigan want to talk is about a nice. It's a nice Absolutely. area. Absolutely. But anyways, let's um we're just going to be freestyling guys. We're bringing you part 2, um, you know, from a head-to-head matchup from two people who absolutely love and are die-hard fans of of, you know, both uh, Ohio State and Michigan here. And uh 
like I said, we're just gonna freestyle this, and we're getting started now. And what do you want to start? What do you want to talk about first, Bryce? I mean, I think it'd be a good introduction of, uh, uh, you know, I've got I've got a lot of history with this game. I mean, I know everybody has history, but I I, I feel like this is just a special, uh, you know, this is a special week when we play play Michigan. Uh, it also kind of started, obviously, as a kid growing up hating Michigan. Your dad hates Michigan. You kind of learn from him, and you know, you you get disgusted. And I'm kind of glad that I got this. Uh, but learning, you know, to hate them early because they they really just kind of beat our ass. You know, that was a, one of those things that Michigan did. Uh, they beat up on Ohio State. It was ugly. Um, you know, what, what are you going to do about it? We couldn't do anything. We just knew John Cooper was going to, you know, he was going to fail third third Saturday in November every time. It was going to ruin maybe a perfect season on Ohio State's part. Um, and then as you grow up, you know, you, 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 you kind of learn football a little bit more. Uh, in fifth grade, 1999, I was fortunate enough to go up to the big house for the first time. First Ohio State-Michigan game, uh, 1999, Tom Brady is a senior. Uh, even though he doesn't get to start, Drew Henson plays. Tom Brady does, you know, in his season, you know, senior season uh, with, with, a, with a win there against Ohio State. Anthony Thomas was your running back. A-Train, baby. Yeah, A-Train, yeah, he was tough. Uh, and Kenyon Rambo and, and Steve Belisari, they weren't, weren't good enough to – to make it happen, I think Jonathan Wells, eh, maybe not Jonathan Wells. I can't remember. I think Jonathan Wells was the, the first was the running. It might have been because he ended up coming in and with uh, what's his name's first year. Michael Wiley, I think, was definitely the, the running. Oh, Wiley was late nineties, yeah. and then um, uh, I think Wells was the starting running back when you, when Trestle came in, yep. guaranteed victory, and 01. you guys went to Ann Arbor. Yeah, oh one, so ninety nine, yeah. and then oh one, yeah, so, would have been at Ann Arbor. So, so yeah, so I mean, it was it was a cool experience going up on a bus, you know, tailgating. Uh, really, just being behind enemy lines was pretty awesome. The fact that uh, you know had people yelling at you. I, I had gone to a few Ohio State games, but nothing, nothing like walking into uh, Michigan Stadium, uh, nineteen ninety nine. Kind of like you know, two years removed from your, your your national championship. Tom Brady, you guys are rocking and rolling. Um, you know, the the funniest thing I'll never forget this. As soon as my dad walking walk into the stadium, obviously you know you if you've been there, you're. You're uh, 80 rows up, right? You're, you're already starting at the very top of the of the, of the stadium. Uh, we go and we turn around, turn the corner, walk right up to our seats, and there's this old lady. She has to have been, you know, she had to have been, you know, 65, 70, 75. Um, man, she just turns turns to us and says, "Get the fuck back to Ohio." <laughs> See, well, here's the thing, though. Is I want to say this: Michigan, Michigan has lost that touch. They've lost that hate, that disrespect. And there's some people on Twitter talking this week. They're giving stories about going to Ohio and some old guy knocking their sandwich out of their hand. I saw that. That's yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, here's the thing: is is growing up in Ohio and, and having I have that same hate for Ohio State and 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 moving to Michigan. There's not that same hate in the state of Michigan. It's just a softer state. It seems like when it comes to when it comes to the rivalry and and these. I mean, it's just Twitter, middle of the year, oh, definitely losing Ohio State again. Oh, we can't do this. For, you know, like, like, shut up. These kids read this. They, and, and, and then that energy flows, and, it, and it's just spread to where Michigan, just as a whole, does not have that energy anymore. And going into this game, I will say this. Michigan, for the first time that I'm seeing with the players, and, and, and even on Twitter, um, and, and so it – for the first time, I feel like Michigan believes that they can win this game. Yeah. This is the first time that there hasn't been some type of mental edge. And once we get over that mental hump, it's going to be hard balls, no matter who's coaching, Meyer, who, whoever. Once Michigan gets over this hump, it's, it's going to be ours for the taking. I think we win, you know, 60%, 70% of the games from there on out. And um, over, I'm going to say, a, you know, a 10-year stretch. Um, yeah, I, I, hear, it, I hear what you're saying. And I feel and I feel like this has been been brewing for a while. I've I put on, you know, like I said, I put on Twitter, you know, this week, like, 
you know, Michigan has to beat Ohio State sometime, right? Like they, uh, yeah, like I've, they have to. It's gonna ha- It's gonna happen. Uh, it was weird when it happened in 2011, even when Ohio State was down. And Luke Fickle was coaching. It's that was it, by default. Yeah, but it Luke, felt weird. You know, it it's kind of like, what the hell? This is weird. I don't like this. Um, you know, we're due. I think Michigan's due to win a big game. Again, you know, Luke and I have been kind of going back and forth on this, but I think, you know, this is the year to do it. If Ohio State has to lose to Michigan, let this be the year. The year that Ohio State thinks they have their very best, you know, their best players, their best. They, they, everybody in Ohio right now, not everybody, but there's a lot of people in Ohio right now who thinks this is their best team ever. And, and I've heard this from multiple friends. Like, this is the best group yet. Our defense, our defense, our defense. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's one of those after the fact type things that like we always talk about this in the moment. Oh, man, this is right. one of those teams that very true. haven't seen this in a while. But after the you know, think about this. Uh, this time last year, everybody was on Dwayne Haskins, which they should have been. He was setting records. He was doing this, doing that. What now? No one cares about Dwayne Haskins. Absolutely. They really don't. But I'm like, going to say this, though. I'm going to interject here and say that that in Urban Meyer's offense, I'm still going to call this an Urban Meyer offense with, with Ryan Day there. Every quarterback has been successful. Every quarterback has been a product of the offense. And that's why I don't believe in the quarterbacks in, in, in this system, especially going to the NFL and, and so on. Tim, just everybody. Every quarterback. Chris Lee, Tim Tebow. Yeah. Uh, um, of uh, JT Barrett, Cardell Jones, Braxton Miller, sure. and so on. None of them are – this offense is made for a quarterback to get hella stats. Hella, well, and it, I just don't – I don't believe in it. And what I'm going to go with here is I think Fields is going to fold this week. Michigan, he's going to fold like a 2-7 offsuit, and Michigan's going to bring the heat. They're going to bring the pressure. Look for Don Brown to be – he's going to have disguised packages that we haven't seen yet, that nobody's seen yet on film, and he's going to be bringing a surprise. Last year we were too predictable. We were too stubborn. Too much pride to go out of man in, in, in Ohio State. In Ohio State tore it up. And uh, this year, I think you're going to see Don Brown's best game. There's still going to be points scored. Ohio State, you know, that's a phenomenal football team on the other side. But you're going to see the best Don Brown that that we've seen as far as, as far as his play calling, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and we'll know by half. You know, if it's sitting around like a, uh, you know, 14-10 game, Ohio State might be up or, you know, vice versa. Um, then I'm going to go, shit, you know, I think they've got us figured out. I don't know where we're going to get these points from. Uh, I think we'll know by half exactly where Don Brown stands. Uh, has Michigan switched up their defense this year? Is he yes, like, and they're, they're doing, running like a three-four, like a three-four. Uh, they well, well, they're just doing they, they're doing different pa- they're doing different packages, and uh, they're running more zone now too. Uh, yeah. Last year they were strictly man to man; they didn't run a lick of zone, and they switched it up this year and strictly because of the Ohio State game. And um, you know, there's a lot of like I don't think this defense is as quote unquote badass, like physical dominant bully that last year's was. Um, but I feel like there's more playmakers on the defensive side of ball that. that that can make some plays. I think Cam McGrown, not that you can replace Devin Bush, but like he, he has been everywhere. And then Daxon Hill at safety has been, you know, he's the number one safety top. Uh, I think he's the 12th overall player. Um, he, he brings a whole nother, you know, well, a, a whole nother freakish style of athlete back there in the secondary that we haven't really seen a safety in hardly, honestly, at Michigan yeah. ever. We well, had the, the Shazier kid when I was, when I was in second grade, considering but, you or guys, after that, actually, considering sorry. you guys actually, you lost what? Gary, Sean Gary, Chase Winovich, Devin Bush, Bush right? Uh, and then uh, Long. He was a second or third round draft pick yeah. to the uh, Rams. Yeah, you guys are sitting in a good spot. Don Brown did a good job, you know, revamping that. Um, just from what I saw, I only watched a little. I mean, I've watched Michigan all year, and you can't compare the Army game to, to this Michigan. Exactly, game. exactly. Uh, but I will, I will say, it seemed like Indiana they were somewhat effective moving the ball. Um, 
they were able to do a little quarterback running here and there, just some scrambling. It'll be interesting to see, you know, how much do they tighten up? Do they tighten up too much? And this is how Ohio State's beaten Michigan the past seven years. It seems like they just kind of tighten up a little bit and get into the game because they're like, oh, shit, this is Ohio State. And, and it seems like they, Don Brown kind of, I don't want to say goes away from what it is, but he's, he's, he doesn't make adjustments. It's almost like it freezes him. So we'll see, like, what happens. You know, Dobbins is the, is, is, the, is the X factor for Ohio State. You don't want to say, oh, yeah, Justin Fields is. No, I think it's J.K. Dobbins. I think if he gets as much as he wants, Ohio State wins. But obviously, you know, if he doesn't, then guess what? You know, Michigan's got a, 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 a fighter's chance. And that's and I, I, I agree with that. I'm going to touch base on two things here. I'm going to start with the Dobbins thing. Um, if we stop the run and we got to force Justin Fields to pass the ball, the reason he left Georgia and couldn't win, he's a five-star number one overall replayer, just like our quarterback Shea Patterson is. It's going to be it's going to be a hell of a matchup. But um, I just want to brag on Shea right there. That's all it was. Um, You're allowed. Georgia – he left Georgia. He couldn't handle the pressure. When he got blitzed, he he got he got he got he was bad. He couldn't handle the pressure. He wasn't a uh, he wasn't an elite passer when uh, you know shit got rough. And he hasn't seen that this year. He's seen that against Michigan State for a quarter and a half, and they were with them for a quarter and a half of a football game. Michigan, they don't have depth though. The thing is, Michigan State doesn't have depth. Michigan has depth. They have talent, and they're going to be bringing pressure. They're going to be, like I said, I think Don Brown's going to be disguising a lot of things and 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 putting the heat in his face and forcing him. What I'm trying to get to here is if, if that is the next factor. If Dobbins is running for as much as he wants, that means we can't stop the run. That means Fields is going to be back there doing what he wants. We it don't want that. We, yes, we, it opens up for him to have success too. If we are stopping Dobbins, we stop the run period, and we can put pre- we can do that. And uh, if the ga- I think that's the X factor. The game's over. You if we're make putting one dimensional, if we put pressure on Fields, he's going to get his third. He's going to have a couple third and twelves. He's going to run, run, you know, and pick up the first down and everything like that. But it's going to be because of our coverage and how good of our blitz is. But but he's going to lose most of those. If we can get him to be forced to throw the ball, even Michigan has it wrapped up. Michigan's offense is rolling right now. I don't care how good their defense is; they don't have, they don't, they can't stop all of our wide between Nico Collins, Tariq Black, Don Peoples Jones, and then the weapons that we have. Um, our running backs are good enough, and they are great pass. Bo- uh, well, uh, Charbonnet is a great pass blocking back, and Shea has been phenomenal, and our offensive line's been good. I almost, I almost think there needs to be some type of strategy to. The first drive or two to not even touch Chase Young. There needs to be something where you frustrate frustrate him at defensive end. Let him go in freely, throw a screen behind They've him. They've done that. Who's they? they? Rutgers? No, Penn State's done oh, it. Oh, Penn State, well, we're better than them. We're better than them. I, I, I get it. And here, Two teams we lost to, but yes, we are better than them, sure, people. Sure, sure. You know, you, you try to scheme against them. Honestly, it's. I think your best bet is just keeping your tight end in and chipping them. Uh you know, double teaming him. That's all you can do. Um, I would imagine Shea's going to roll out plenty to his right side, just mm-hmm. no way. I'm, I'm sure he's going to make plenty of audibles here. You know, line of scrimmage type of type of calls where he's seen where Chase is lining up. I think he's. I think he should call an audible and say two's mom's a hoe. He might. Yeah. He. he may. she is. I, you know, I don't know well, personally. Well, I would assume so. I'm sure, she's fine. She's she had produced, a baby. She has yeah, had I mean, a baby. So yep. She's a fucking hell. Yeah, so that's what I would do. I would probably piss off the number one defensive player in the country. Soft. Yeah, yeah. Overrated. So, really it, overrated. Plays, anyway. well, plays well against lesser competition. Uh, um, uh, we don't need to get into that. No, I'm but, kidding, people. Chase Young's amazing, and I know that, and I, I like to fuck around a lot. I'll, I'll um, say this on Michigan's offense. Here's the thing. Uh, Michigan... Their their rushing stats were inflated against Notre Dame because Notre Dame's rushing defense is overrated 
and was not very good. I think that is carrying a lot of high hopes for Michigan fans. Regardless like of how the person we that's did. sitting next to me. Uh, you did regardless it. of how you we did, did it, it. Our 45 or 48 to 10 or 14 win over Notre Dame is better than any win that you have. And that's that's my that's my honest opinion. Beating Notre Dame like that is is better than beating Penn State the way that you did, in my opinion. And and yes, we lost to Penn State, but you know if that was a baseball line, like I said, that'd been like us having fifteen hits, them having three hits. Uh, all three of theirs were home runs, but we had nineteen errors on defense, or you know sure. you know and, and and so on. Like we dominated that game, and we stood in the loss, and there'd be so much to play for right now if we didn't. However. It is what it is. I'm just, you know, I'm mad, yeah. I'm, I'm mad as a Michigan but, fan but that we lost a, the game. It's a resume. But it's a, it, yeah, it's a resume. It, you got to have a resume. Ohio State has the resume. I think Michigan has some really good wins. They've got some it, bad it's, losses. It's, it's the way that we've done it. It's the way yeah. that we've won the games. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. If I'm having to, like, pick a, a, a final score, I think Ohio State pulls it out. And I would say uh, a 31-27 I think it, I think it's a close game regardless. I don't really see Michigan coming out and 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 throwing down down the field left and right. I don't see them coming out and breaking off runs, big plays. It seems like Ohio State's really stopped that this year. So I, I don't know. They're, they Michigan could definitely win, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. I think yeah. it's I think both teams are too good. Uh, I do think Michigan comes out and I think I think Michigan makes some spectacular plays. I th- I think that we come out and we score on our first couple drives. Whether, I think you but, have to. Whether honestly. whether it's 10 or 14 points, I think we do take the lead and it's huge for us. And then from there on out it's a 50-50 game. Ohio State makes their way back, but we answer and, and so on. Um I I don't really know about a final score. I can see this going so many ways. I can see our defense being stout against theirs. I can see our offense uh, having success, and then and, you know, and vice versa. Same for them. Um, however, I trust our offense more in this game than I trust their offense. I just do not believe in Justin Fields. I think he's fool's gold, and I think our defense and Don Brown is going to expose that. And and what at the end of this game, everybody is going to be like, "Oh, Ryan Day can't win the Michigan game." It's already going to be talked about. And same with Justin Fields; he's going to be forgot about. All this love and everything like that is going to be forgot about. Um, just because of this one game, and that's how much it fucking means. That's how much it fucking means. And, and, and Michigan, for the first time in, in Harbaugh's career, the players, the players believe, and, and there's just a different vibe about this game. Um, there's, there's all, there was always that feeling in the back of your mind that oh, we're playing Ohio State, like we might lose. Even last year, being the dominant team that we were, we were in Ohio State, struggling. Uh, late in the season, barely beating you know subpar opponents, there was still that lingering feeling that that they might get us. But this year, I don't feel like that feeling is there. Um, I, I I feel and, and just from what I'm seeing from the players' Instagram and and the coaches saying they're preparing and they're talking about it before the week. You know, they aren't just saying, "Oh, it's just another game. It's just another game." Everybody has been talking shit about the Ohio State game this entire year, and we're ready for it, and we're going to fucking get it done. I'm going to say Michigan. 37, we're scoring that fucking much. Ohio State, 27. 34, 30, 37, 27. Okay. But, um, um, real quick, what's your Ohio, uh, favorite Ohio State Michigan memory? My favorite Ohio State memory versus Michigan. Like, oh, you know, win, man, win or dude, lose. dude, 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 dude. Uh, well, I gotta go with a win. I don't know. I would say just the way we dominated you guys in 2003 with uh, Chris Perry and uh, oh, yeah. Braylon Edwards and John Navarre. I was there. Uh, he was there? Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. 100th meeting. Ni- oh, nice. Yeah, nice. I still oh, remember nice. recording the game at home being like, 
Like back when I rewatched it. I do VCR. remember you saying this back yeah. when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, you was in ninth grade, going, I was in eighth. Going, yep, we're going to the 100th, 100th game. It's going to be a big deal. Recording the game. When we get back, we're going to watch it. It's going to be fantastic. And as soon as I got back home, I was like, Ain't this thing is going shit. in the fucking trash. Right. In the um, trash. I don't know. I want to go with the Charles Woodson punt return, but there's got to be something that I'm just that not. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I don't. I. I don't know. I mean, I honestly have like I can think of like when I'm thinking of shit right now, I can think of more Ohio State big plays than I can Michigan plays. I'm not going to say anything about the 2011 season we won because that was by default. I don't even count that as a win. We really haven't beat Ohio State since 2003. Um, man, I don't know. I guess I guess it's the Charles Woodson punt return. I'm going to go with that because that's like you know it's. That he made me fall iconic. in love with Michigan, iconic. iconic, yeah, you know, and um, him and David Boston were they want, yes, and I remember that. I remember them throwing punches. I feel like David Boston got the best of that. Charles Woodson took his helmet off, like, let's play football instead, more so than let me beat your fucking ass, which I wish he did. But however, that hit that they put on David Boston when he fucking oh, yeah. got flung in the air and hit it was it. on Sports Illustrated, like, yeah, yes, Sports yes, Illustrated. yes, that was that was I awesome. That. I remember, uh, uh. David Boston, or I'm sorry, uh, Charles Woodson walking on the field with that rose in his mouth, yeah, like. We're sweet, and we it's did it. ingrained in yeah. my brain. Yeah. And again, like, I, I don't want to, like, I don't really hate Michigan, but then it comes back to where I'm like, I fucking kind of hate Michigan. Like, I remember what they did. I remember what, the, like, how mad they made me. That's comes with the made. success that you guys have had. Yeah. The hate I have is built up so fucking much. Sure, sure. And a lot of that has to do with me growing up in Ohio and with the Ohio State fans, and I have the same hate that Ohio State has for Michigan. Um, but as a Michigan fan, I have it towards Ohio State, and I really believe that we can fucking do this. I really believe that every year we can go into it, no matter if you're 8-5 and five and, you know, they're undefeated, that you should have that mentality. But, dude, it's, it's just not the same in the state of Michigan. But like I said, th- this year it seems like something's different. It seems like the players and, and even people, you know, the, the state, you know, whatever, they're, they're kind of – they have some belief this year, and uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah. So. No, I'm with you, man. Um I don't know. Hey, we'll see what happens. We've, I think this time last year we were sitting, sitting, kind of doing the same thing, talking. I was thinking, there's no way we're going to beat Michigan, and then they came out and, and put 62 up on the board. Right. I, I, th- I feel like there's a better chance of Michigan beating Ohio State this year than there was of Ohio State before the game happened of beating Michigan last year. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you know, we're you know we're we're uh, sitting out here in the parking lot right now. We're going we're going to kind of cut this short. There's so many things that we can talk about st- still, but uh I'm going to save the uh you know typical pod- podcast questions for uh Tyler Peacock and uh the one who runs the show and does a great job for us and um I'm going to have a separate podcast with him and talk about the game with him and uh he just, you know, Bryce is a, a legit Ohio State fan, I'm a legit Michigan fan, die hard both ways. We love this time of year. We talk about it in July. We talk about it in January. We don't stop talking about it. It's for real. There's nothing better than this. There's not a better week. And now that it's during Thanksgiving weekend, oh my goodness. Yeah. There is not a better fucking week in my life than this fucking week right here. And that's the same for anybody in Ohio. And I hope the state of Michigan too, but I'm not sure they feel the same way. Um, but they need a win. They need a win. And you better, we're going to get the fucking win. And, and it's it's going to change everything because there's a tremendous amount of pressure on Ryan Day, just like there is a hardball to win this game because it doesn't matter what he does. If he's 8-4 and four right now or whatever, it doesn't it, undefeated or beat Alabama every game this year, it doesn't matter. If he loses to Michigan, the rumors start. Everything starts. Everything turns around, and it's all in Michigan's way. And then next year, he goes into the game with even more pressure. Hardball had of playing. 
playing Ohio State because Ohio State just had their number, then all of a sudden it might be his fucking fault, and that's what we need to do is step on their throat and fucking stomp on that motherfucker. Keep going. See, so, I just hope they win so you can be happy. Oh, God. You, you need got, it. I, I do. And people, here's the thing. People listen to this. Fat, we're fat and happy. Yeah, like, yeah we, you we are. And, all, and, and, and like, I have people messaging me, like, like I, I'm a, I fucking, I love this shit. I, listen, I love talking shit all year and losing, you know what I mean? It's fun. Like, I, like, it's, and it's, and it's all my friends. They know yeah, that's what I but am. But you know you're gonna get another ch- a chance, like, yes. you know, next year. That's how, that's the beauty of it. You yes, exactly. Right, right your wrongs. It can always happen. Exactly. So, all right, well, this has been a lot of fun. And uh, Bryce trying to cut it short. I'm just kidding. No, we're 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 all we're all set here, and I hope you guys enjoyed. And that was just a legit one-on-one talk, just you know, unpodcast-like, unorthodox. But you know, this is kind of a talk that we would have sitting here, um, you know, just as friends talking about it if we weren't recording. So um, that's just how it goes with in Ohio State, Michigan land. I hope you guys enjoyed, and stay tuned for part three of the podcast or part one or whatever the fuck. Peacock's doing next, but uh, I'll see you guys on a separate podcast later this week, and you guys take care. Go Bucks. Go Blue. And there you have it. That is the program for this week. Rate, review, subscribe, follow the show on Twitter, at PodcockPCast. Hey, we're building an audience. We're growing here. It's fun. It's a hobby, but we also take it a little serious, too, so keep sharing it. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. I want to thank Luke Always Right and Bryce Bumgarner for uh, doing their thing tonight. And... Um, you know, providing a, a great, great, entertaining segment. Like I said, it was the, uh, it's the essence of the rivalry. Um, I'm sure there's a million stories just like those two or like mine that come uh, with this rivalry game. It's what makes it so special. Hopefully we get a great one Saturday. Obviously hoping for Michigan to win, go blue. But uh, anyway, like I said, keep raging, reviewing, subscribing, following the show, sharing the show, yada, yada, yada. Happy Thanksgiving. Go blue. Outro music, how about ya?